Welcome back to the podcast, the Blood Sisters podcast, where we review books and drink some coffee and eat with horses. Andrew quite literally has a background of horses. And you're so. eating like one, so. <laughs> yeah, sure was. Okay, so what book are we talking about? We're talking about Then She Was Gone by Lisa Jewell. Should I read the synopsis or the back cover? Um, whichever one gives a better insight of what the book's about. Well, I... Just read the back cover since it's in your hand. Okay. Ellie Mack was a perfect daughter, and then she was gone. Ten years after Ellie's disappearance, her mother, Laurel Mack, is trying to put her life back together when she meets an unexpectedly charming man in a cafe. Before she knows it, she's meeting Floyd's daughters, and his youngest puppy takes Laurel's breath away because the eerily precocious, precocious poppy is a spitting image of Ellie. I'm not sure if I pronounced that word right. And now the unanswered question she's tried to she, <laughs> she's tried so hard to put to rest began haunting Laurel anew. Where did Ellie go? Did she run away from home as the police have long suspected or did something more sinister happen? A haunting page turner of sheer perfection. Booklist starred review. Then she was gone is a grippingly and emotionally resonant tale of one mother's quest to uncover the clues she failed to recognize and finally discover the truth of what happened to her daughter. Um, let me just look at the Goodreads review and see. Okay, I'll read this really fast. Faster than I just read that one. (laughs) (laughs) Then she was 15, her mother's golden girl. She had her whole life ahead of her, and then, in the blink of an eye, Ellie was gone. Now, it's been 10 years since Ellie disappeared, but Laurel has never given up hope of finding her daughter, and then one day, a charming and (laughs) crass... Charismatic stranger called Floyd walks... Called Floyd walks into a cafe (laughs) and sweeps Laurel off her feet. Before too long, she's... Staying the night at this house and being introduced to his nine-year-old daughter. Poppy is precocious again, that fucking word, and pretty, and meeting her completely takes Laurel's breath away. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) And where was I? Because Poppy is a spinning image of Ellie when she was that age, and now all those unanswered questions that have haunted Laurel become flooding back. What happened to Ellie? Where did she go? Who saw secrets to hide? Next time on Pretty Little Liars. What was the Goodreads rating on the book? 4.0. And I would give it a 5. I would also give it a 5. Loved it. Loved it. It was short, sweet, to the point. Like, it wasn't... What? It's not? (laughs) I don't think it's to the point or else it wouldn't be a book. Well, not to the point, but, like, it's not like a... It's like a two-day read like you oh for sure you it's, a, it's an easier read yeah yeah so oh, you agree yes yeah, an easy read it was a page turner i would call it a page turner for sure especially when things started escalating i was like "Ooh, what's gonna happen next Ooh, what happened to ellie mac and we're gonna tell you what happened to ellie mac ellie mac freaking died she floated. We're gonna jump right to the end of the book. She died. <laughs> she floated, which you know what? Let's just talk about that real quick because I had to read that part like three times over to realize that they're talking about her death. I did not catch on that she was like dying. She was like, I was floating up to the warm, warm embrace of my mom, and I just remember feeling warmth and warmth, and then. You didn't know she was dying. Yeah, I didn't get that till. The third time. <laughs> I wish I could find that part in the book because I I'm not gonna feel be able to. so bad for her. First of all, who's your least favorite character besides the obvious crazy bitch? She's. I like every character except the crazy I bitch. Just, I did not like the mom. Laurel. 
Yeah, not at all. She compared her, she completely stopped having a relationship with her two other children and compared her other daughter to Ellie her entire life. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like that part, but I felt bad for her for losing her daughter. So I understand. Well, I, I felt bad too, but. I don't understand her grief. I mean, I can't understand it because I can't, I've never. But I can, I felt, I felt for her because she was just so depressed. Like, I feel like everybody says that, um, or doesn't say, how am I trying to say this? Like, everybody deals with grief differently, so I, I can see where she's coming from, why she acts like she does after her daughter died. Yeah. Not saying that playing favorites was right when her daughter Ellie was alive, but I I knew from the beginning though that it was that friggin' tutor. Oh, me too. As soon as she got hired, I was like, okay, I think we need to start from the beginning. So tell them what kind of led up to the tutor and who she is. Wait, I wanted to talk about your car. <laughs> okay, fine. It's been a hell of a week for Megan. Ladies and gentlemen. Probably just ladies mostly, but... Yeah. Unless gentlemen like to read. (laughs) Let's just start off. It started out great. My week started out fantastic. I get to go home for three weeks. And then I go to practice because I coach club volleyball up by where I live. And my car was running totally fine. Practice my car, literally, quite literally, gives me whiplash. <laughs> you mean when you were, like, when you were first learning how to drive stick? <laughs> <laughs> Worse. My whole engine started shaking, and my head was literally bobbing. <laughs> I was like, "This is not good." My check engine light starts flashing. My dashboard is like lighting up like a Christmas tree. More, more than the check engine light? Well, I was I just had like a full five messages of what was happening to my car thrown at my face at one time. Like my little screen where my speed is, not the speedometer, but the little screen in mom's old car, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it said service track. Something else, something else. And then I turned off the car because mom and dad said as soon as the flash, the channel light starts flashing, you got to turn it off instantly or else you're going to blow the car up. <laughs> so I did. I turned it off instantly. And now my car won't even turn on. So it's really gone downhill since then. And now it's sitting in front of my house and I leave tomorrow for three weeks. So who knows what's going to happen. So, uh, hmm. Did it have oil on it? predicament. Did it have what? oil in it? What? Did your car have oil in it? It wasn't like leaking and then you let it run dry and you're like... No, I don't, don't do that. <laughs> I just got my oil changed. Oh. Um, when I just paid $600 less than a month ago for the problems I was having <laughs> on my car. Oh my gosh, I hope it's not that same problem that they didn't like... It's not. Screw it's it just up. electrical it. It smells like an electrical fire in my engine, so it was really good. Oh, you know what that smells like? Yeah, I had some look at it, and they told me. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I thought. Cars are the freaking worst. Mom, when I was talking to mom, she was like, I hate cars, and I was like, yeah. Mom has the worst luck with cars, and she just so gracefully handed that down to me, and I will never forgive her. (laughs) Bad luck with cars. Thanks for the bad luck with cars and the conehead, Mom. (laughs) If anybody doesn't know what that is, (laughs) a few of us in our family, I shouldn't say a few of us because I don't have it. Yes, you do. I gotta feel your head when we get home. I don't have it. My my head is big, don't get me wrong, but it's not pointy at the top. Like, (laughs) you know, where your hairline normally is, everybody? Like, right, I don't even know, right before it curves down to the back of your head. Andrea over here's got a lot of nice little boop. 
mountaintop. Oh my god, you described it as I have a freaking cone. I don't have a mountaintop. It's not like I have a a timberline on there. Where the trees stop growing. It's more like a little... A cone. No. There's no other way to describe it except for a cone head. If, a, if you've seen the movie, you'll understand. Absolutely freaking not. I was listening to somebody the other day. Oh, I know who I was listening to. And they were like, I totally believe that there's aliens out there. Like, I feel like Conehead was a good prediction of what's out there. And I was like... I think you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Maybe Coneheads is based off of a real story. I remember Cameron got that movie for us when we were like 12 and we were like, sure. I haven't watched that movie since then. We used to think that was the bee's knees, though. Yeah, and you used to think Monsters, Inc. was the shit, too. Oh my god, I still love that movie. You know what movie popped up on our... I can't remember. I think I was with Lindsay and... She and I were looking at like all the old movies that we used to watch in that one... Deep Blue Sea, do you remember that? When the couple gets stranded on the island and... That's not it. Deep Blue Sea is where they take that... They're down hunting for sharks and they're like... Oh, I don't know what you're talking about, actually. I know one has Samuel L. Jackson, like a shark movie. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. That is not the movie I'm talking about. This movie had, like... You used to love the Deep Blue Sea, though. I do so. I think it's still a great movie. This movie, Andrea, we used to watch it at Grandma Orr's house. We used to sit up in the old room upstairs, and it was me, Lauren, and I'm pretty sure she was dating with David at the time, and then it was me and you, and it was like in a very inappropriate movie for somebody my age to be watching, and probably your age, too, because they, they were stranded on this island, and it oh, was like... Oh, the Blue Lagoon? Oh my god, yes! <laughs> yeah, that movie is super, has a lot of sex in it. I can't believe we watched it when it was like... And uh, let's not forget the fact that they are brother and sister. <laughs> they are? <laughs> WTF? I can't believe you remembered that. Yeah, I'm like 99% sure they're brother and sister. I remember thinking that girl was so pretty. I was like, she should be a model. I'm pretty sure she was a model, but... Yeah, I think you're right. Um, She's not so pretty anymore, I can tell you that. What does she look like now? <laughs> I can't even describe it. You're just going to have to look at a picture of her. <laughs> <laughs> There's a question. Okay, back to the book. I was going to ask you a question, though, about... Um, oh, yeah. Do you remember they're watching that movie called Teeth? Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, we'll do a poll on our Instagram to your listeners that follow us on Instagram. Um, if you've ever seen the movie Teeth, were you scarred from it? Because I was, weren't you? Oh, for sure. I thought it was going to be a shark movie. Me too. I don't know why else you would call it Teeth. Or maybe like about alligators or something, but what it was about was definitely not what I was expecting. It was about teeth, just in the vagine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about our coffee real quick. Ting. Ting. Okay, <laughs> so we are drinking black iced coffee with ice. And um, mine has oat milk in it. And Megan has... Megan's ice cream... <laughs> <laughs> Megan's coffee has a lot of ice in it and cream. Because it's coffee ice cream. Yeah. I took the iced coffee quite literally. Is I made it ice ice cream? <laughs> What'd you say? A dollar forty nine at Walmart. Yeah, and it is bomb. Okay, you have to watch. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. You have to, have to, have to. I have to see some of them. Can we talk about the book? I just need to tell you about this one part. So. Dennis is like almost like a serial killer. Like he gives off that serial killer vibe and they kind of give him that background and they're talking about something and they go, he's like annoying Dennis and Dennis is like, I just want to cut you up into a million pieces and put you in a glass bowl and make a lamp out of your skin. And she's like, and add you to my collection. And 
Dee's like, Dennis, are you telling me you have a collection of skin? And he goes, of course I don't. You didn't think of the smell. You didn't think of the smell, you bitch. And so I quote that. I quote that all the time. I just am doing something. I'm like, you haven't thought of the smell, you bitch. It's just so freaking funny. You have to watch it. Okay. Back to the book. Back to the book. Okay, so it starts off. So this is kind of... The other reason I like this book, it caught my attention, and it was a page turner, is because... Because of the smell. (laughs) (laughs) I love the smell of books, though. Because of the smell, you... But she took a deep sniff of that book, just so you guys all know. I don't know if you can hear her. Um... The reason I like this book is because it goes back and forth to then to now. And I know it's called Then She Was Gone. But, like, I like books that go from different time zones back and forth, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, and um, that's what I like about it. So Ellie Mac, it kind of starts off about Ellie Mac being the golden, golden child, and her mom does is her favorite, and everybody knows this. She has an older sister named Hannah. You mean she's her mom's favorite? She's her mother, Laurel's favorite, and Ellie is Laurel's the mom's favorite, and then Hannah is not the favorite. Um, is there a brother in there? Oh yeah. A brother that's dating, that lives with his girlfriend, and his girlfriend can see the future. And No, she doesn't see the future. She reads auras. Oh, my bad. She reads the auras. <laughs> um, and she, her name is Blue, B-L-U, which I know a few dogs that have the same name. Um, so she was a hippie. Yeah. And then... Anyway, so it kind of starts off about a background about that, about the family dynamic, and then what's what's Ellie's boyfriend's name? Let me see. I could probably find it really fast. Hmm, not so fast. <laughs> Paul is the husband, so oh, Theo. Yeah. Theo James. Theo James is from Divergent. Anyway, that's who I was kind of picturing when, like, a younger version of him. Not me at all. Who are you picturing? I was picturing somebody like... Like the... What is his name? He, Austin. He was dating Vanessa Hudgens. Oh, Austin Butler? Yeah, that's who I was picturing. Somebody like that. <clears throat> okay, so there's a show on Hulu right now called Cruel Summer. Have you watched it? Um, I did watch it, yeah. So, you know the blonde girl that's in that show? She's like the mm-hmm. innocent one at the beginning? That's who yeah. I picture as Ellie Mack. Because she's like the perfect... Yeah, you're right. I and, agree. Um, anyway, so Ellie, the story starts out about the family dynamic, and then it goes into, she has a boyfriend named Theo, and they're like the golden star, like they're planning their summer, and they're going, getting ready to take their finals, and then, or they're preparing, they're not like super close to their finals, but they are working on their grades to get to their finals, and Ellie realizes she needs help in math. And so they hire this tutor that has red Irish hair. Like, I picture just big curls of red Irish hair. That's, like, just a mess. Like, it's, like, long and, like, just rustled. Like, and... kind of like a crazy cat lady. Yeah. But, like, With, kind of pretty. not tamed. Yeah, not tamed. But I kind of picture her a little bit pretty because she can't be ugly if she, like, can get a guy to fall in love with her. I mean... People like different things, so who knows? I don't picture somebody overly pretty. No, I said kind of pretty. 
I don't even picture maybe kind of. I'm thinking a smidgen. Well, are you picturing a witch? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> not with a crooked nose? No, not that ugly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. No, this is what I'm picturing. Okay, now that you said witch, I'm picturing the lady from Hocus Pocus. <laughs> the main girl? You've caught, you've got to be kidding me. Well, you just put that in my head. I, not really. If I actually think of a character to play this lady, I wouldn't be her, but that is the first thing that popped in my head. <clears throat> I just picture a tall, skinny, semi-okay looking. Heavier. Oh, I picture a skinny girl. She's heavy. They literally talk about how she's voluptuous. <laughs> Okay. Okay, well, skinny, I guess, is what I was picturing, so I was wrong there. Um, anyway. What are you doing? I'm looking up a character that I'm trying to think of. Okay, so she gets tutoring out from this girl and the, from this lady. And what was her name? The tutor. Yeah. I want to say... What's her name? I'm trying to look right now. Did you find it? Noel. Noel, okay. Yeah. Jeez. Um, okay, so Noel is a tutor, and she keeps bringing it, like, every time she meets with Ellie, she'll bring her, like, a little prize or something. It's almost like she's grooming her. She is grooming her. It's not, yeah, I was going to say, it's not like she is kind of grooming her. That is literally what she's doing. That's <laughs> <laughs> literally what she's doing. Um, and she, they, she ends up getting really good grades and Ellie's happy about it. But then she a- starts asking her all of these, like, philosophical questions. Um, and she is like, kind of getting freaked out, like, why are you asking me all these deep questions? Like, I shouldn't know. I shouldn't have to answer these. This is wording me out. It was specifically a question about her and her boyfriend. Yeah. That he, that's when she stopped, was like, I do not want her to be my tutor anymore. Okay, so I looked up grooming for the listeners, just in case anybody doesn't know. So the first definition is the practice of brushing and cleaning the coat of a horse, dog, or other animal. That's not the one we're talking about here, folks. We're talking about number two, which is the action by a pedophile of preparing a child for a meeting, especially via internet chat room, with the intention of committing a sexual offense. I don't think it's just a chat room. I've never heard of a chat room, actually. Me either. I've always heard about it in person. What? It's like an adult doing things... Especially for a child. Like, we talk a lot about, well, we have to be trained in this and when we coach. Like, yeah. not trained to groom, but, like, know what it, like, what it looks to like. What to look for. Yeah, we have to, I've taken quite a bit of training on that for my job. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, Ellie, so Ellie is weirded out by this Noel tutor, and she tells her mom... Hey, I don't want to be tutored anymore. I feel good about my grades. Um, we can just cancel the tutor. So her mom's like, okay, because she literally does anything for her daughter. Like, they weren't rich. They were probably middle class, like, right in the middle class. And they... Oh, for sure. And they had two other kids that they needed to pay for as well. And she was like, hey, mom, I need a tutor. And her mom's like, okay. And then her mom's... She's like, I don't need a tutor. And she's like, okay. And, um, and then... She runs into, or she's, the last time that her parents ever see her is she leaves to go to the library to study with a ton of books in her bag. 
And it yeah. goes, it leads up to this. It, like, doesn't talk about the actual disappearance of her for a long time, like, way into the book. And then it it finally gets to it, the day she disappeared and she runs into Noelle. And she, Noelle gets her to her house and she ends up in her basement. And she's a prisoner in her basement. Which I thought it was so obvious that it was the tutor, Noelle, that that kidnapped her. The reason why she kidnapped her was, like, mind-blowing. Like, I did not know why she kidnapped her for the longest time. I thought she just wanted to have her as a child, like, as a make-believe kid. Like, wanted her own family. Which she did in a very weird freaking way. way. Yeah. She was was a psychopath. Like, her own family, like oh, I'm going to take her and she's going to be my new daughter. Like, her family doesn't deserve her because she's perfect. Like, she really thought, she really thought she was perfect. Yeah, but too perfect. So she's like, I'm going to take this perfect bitch and ruin her and make her my little, make her my bitch. And while, so Ellie disappears and then it's in the future. So 10 years after Ellie's disappearance, the police reports say that she ran away because there was some, some evidence. Yeah, they found her bag and it had clothes in it like she ran away and evidence like she snuck back in the house a couple years later and stole like her laptop, some candlesticks, and then, which candlesticks is a very part, important part of the story. And then um, a cake. She stole some of the cake that, that her sister made because Hannah's baking was Ellie's favorite. And and the cops were just like, yeah, she took it and left. Um, she must be hiding something. Yeah. And she must have used the candlesticks to get some money and pawn them off because they were really expensive candlesticks. Now, when people talk about that stuff, like nowadays, people are I think of candlesticks being like $5, but like the real nice ones are probably like... Like the sterling ones. Yeah. Um, and then after that... Laurel is stuck in her grief for a really long time. Like, she is... Her and her husband get divorced. Shortly Um, after she disappears. Yeah. Hannah lives in an apartment by herself. And... By herself. Laurel cleans Hannah's apartment once a week for a little bit extra cash. And she has a part-time job doing something I can't remember. Marketing, I think. Well, and she does the cleaning in Hannah's apartment because that's literally the only thing that she time she spends with hannah and she justifies that and sometimes hannah's not even there most of the time hannah's not even there and then and her son which i don't even remember his name doesn't even live there he lives with blue so she rarely sees him and then she noticed um sometimes hannah would like stay out all night so she's like oh i think hannah has a boyfriend but she didn't want to press her on it because they have, like, a very broken relationship because of Ellie. One, because Ellie was her favorite. Everybody knew it, even Paul, the husband. And then second off, because of her grief, how she grieved after, she just, like, abandoned her kids. Like, she used to cook all the time, and then when Ellie dot or Ellie disappeared, she was like, let, let's make some TV dinner meals. Like, that's what you get. So, it was just... I felt bad for those, too, because they... And I... Again, I understand that people grieve in different ways, but... Yeah, I did... I just did not enjoy the way that she went about her life after. I understand people grieve in different ways, but I was like, okay. But you, you have a responsibility. Have kids. Yeah. And she just, like, completely... Like, she pretended, like... Ellie was the only living being on this earth, and that she was the only important person, and it really bothered me. Yeah. Okay, and then what happened next? So, ten years later. Yeah, so, well, we were talking about ten years later when Hannah lives in her own apartment. Yeah, but that's when they find um, enough evidence to have a funeral. Oh, yeah. So they find I forgot that they had a funeral. So they found some a bag and some bones, right, of her? Yeah. So they finally realized that she did die. And they had a funeral and she was just Laurel was just very upset about it. So she was like, Something is not right. Like I know my daughter would not run away. 
And Paul's like, come on, let's move along. Like, let's move on, which Paul was super supportive. He was dating someone else. Um, yeah, he's already with somebody else. So then Laurel was like, okay, I need to do something for myself. So one day she goes and gets her hair done, and then she goes to a diner to get some pie, and she meets this guy, which his name is. Um, God, I keep closing out the character list. It is. Lloyd. Lloyd. You know who I picture that plays this character? Hmm. The The dad that the um, Otis, his mom, falls in love with. Not the dad, but the stepdad, I guess. The old man. Oh, oh not me. Me. Because I picture a rough, rough-edged-looking older guy, and I think that guy's attractive. Yeah, me too, but that's not, I, that's not really how I picture him. I'm trying to think of a good person that I would picture him. I'll have to think about it. Anyway, she meets him, and then they end up dating. I'm literally doing all the talking. I did the whole book last time, so. Well, we need to talk about this. We need to break it down a little bit. Okay. They have a little meet She cute. met this guy in the cafe. Period. Now what? But I thought it was weird. Like, I don't know if this is normal. When he was like, can I have a bite of your cake? It's like, I'd have been like, the fuck? Yeah, I'd have been no. like, absolutely not. This is my cake, bitch. No, you may not. Yeah, that was kind of threw me off. I was like, that guy has some balls. Even if the hottest guy in the world came up to me and was like, can I have a bite of your cake? I'd be like, what's going I'd on like, here? I'd get your own damn cake. <laughs> And so that just threw me for a little loop. Um, yeah. So they hit it off and they end up dating. But then he has a daughter. Named Poppy. Yes. And she's how old? 10? 11? 9? Something. She's pretty young. But she's a freaking genius. She's a no... Well... She kind of annoyed me a little bit because she's very, very smart and intelligent and a know-it-all. I didn't think she came off like a know-it-all. Oh, I did for sure. I just thought she's like awkward and she, since she's so smart and, and smarter than everybody else, she's just like very matter-of-factly just says whatever's on her mind and the truth. And I um, also thought that she acted weird towards Laurel because she had this, like, unknown bond with Laurel. Yeah. And... You'll find out why. He has another daughter that's, like, 19, and she is, like, very rough on the edges because... that like an emo girl, I picture. Yeah. That daughter has an, my... another mom. Yeah. And her name is Sarah Jade. Yes. And she's just kind of lost. And she's kind of standoffish towards Laurel when she meets her. I don't think... That is not how I would describe it. I think she's just very, like, reserved because of the lady before Laurel. That is a good because point. Because of Poppy's mom. That's a good point, actually, because... She was a total bitch. Yeah. So let's go back to this tutor real quick. First of all, I've never had a one-on-one tutor. I probably could have used one in high school. (laughs) (coughs) Just choked on my chocolate. Um, so... Yeah, you could have. Okay. I'm just kidding. I wasn't the best influence, so it's fine. Yeah, it's... That is true. I'm not sure what your excuse was after I graduated and left, but... Because Falcon sucks dick. That school's rating online is like... A two. Two stars, yeah. That doesn't surprise me, it's garbage. But... It did polish off some gems, you know what I'm saying? I cannot even tell you how tired I am. 
Well, like, think. I feel like I have... First of all, we went out to a restaurant last night, and we... I know, I saw you guys. Let me finish. Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. We went to a restaurant to celebrate... Celebrate? <laughs> celebrate some lady who's getting married next week, and... I'm going to be gone next week, so we decided to do it this week so we could all go, and we got them, but not just her, so we got, this lady's a little bit older, she, um, so we got her to do a blowjob shot. I saw that, that was freaking hilarious. And I didn't even get the best part on video, quite honestly, because the, she said the whipped cream got stuck in her throat in, like, the, a perfect circle, and she literally spit the whole thing all over her face. It was I did. so funny. I saw that in the video that you said. Oh, you did? Yeah, I saw it go everywhere, but right before she starts taking it, she's, like, tongue, just tonguing that whipped cream on top. I'm like, lady, I don't need so- a demonstration. So then, uh, Lindsay goes. Wait, which one was first? Because Lindsay's video was first that I got. Oh, well, I didn't send you the other one. There's two people that did it. So the lady in my office and then Lindsay. I know. I saw Lindsay. I saw Lindsay and I saw the lady and it blew up on her face. Now that's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you mean then because Lindsay. Maybe you know what Lindsay looks like. So. I know, I know. I could trust me. I could tell the difference between the one first lady and the second lady. No, I'm just saying. Like I know what Lindsay looks like. <laughs> Lindsay was so scared to take it. It took her like five yeah, she years. Like, I was like cream off the top of the shot. I was like, I had to restart my Snapchat video five freaking times because I, she was so scared. I think that when you sent the video of, like, the first lady it didn't send, because you know how sometimes if you don't have enough service, like, just the videos that are loaded will send first? Yeah. That's probably what happened. Anyway, that that doesn't really matter. But they Anyways, both took blow up. And we had a few beers last night at dinner, and Lindsay got turned up. And <laughs> On a Thursday? It was a, yeah, I was just going to say, it was a school night. <laughs> And we all had to go to work this morning, and Lindsay goes, I need some greasy food. <laughs> and she, when she's drunk, the next, if she's hungover at all, she wants, like, the greasiest food. And all of us felt great. And she, um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, oh, well, last night I got home, and I was trying to get stuff done around the house before I come home tomorrow. And... I freaking woke up. First of all, somebody from the rec center called me at the ass crack of dawn this morning, and it woke me up at 2 o'clock in the morning. I don't know why they called me. They said it was a butt dial in the middle of the night, butt dial. And, of course, I was startled, so I answered it. And so like, then I didn't fall back asleep until 5 o'clock in the morning. Somebody from the rec center, like, in Falcon? Mm-hmm. And you didn't have their number saved? No, I know who it is. Who? <laughs> is that it? Yeah. Um, was that person inebriated? Wait, spell it one more time. <clears throat> Did a word did a, did a word get out? Like did anything get said? No, I said hello and there was no answer, so I hung up to try to fall back asleep and then I couldn't fall back asleep, so I didn't fall back asleep until five o'clock in the morning. And then what time did you have to be up? Six thirty. Did you wake up on time? Yeah, I did. Good for you. Yeah. I was looking forward to my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> 
If you guys don't know, when Megan and I dream, it's, you know, like, in the Grinch, the cartoon Grinch, like, the old cartoon Grinch, when they're dreaming, they have those little bubbles above their head. It's with coffee in it. Those little floating coffees. Yeah. Instead okay, of being... back to the book for a little bit. Okay, I was just gonna say, it's not dingle balls and... What are those things in the Grinch? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Gizmos and gadgets and... What's it meant to call Gizmos it? and gadgets? Now that's from The Little Mermaid, I think, actually. Mm-hmm. Gizmos and gadgets and da-da-da-da-da. And plenty. Okay. Back to the book. Because <laughs> juicy stuff is about to happen in the book, so. Which is? Um, I can't remember. Oh, so well, she... oh, go ahead. Laurel meets Poppy and Sarah Jade after this guy in the... Oh, okay. Sorry. Back up. This guy in the cafe that she meets, well, they exchange numbers, and then a couple weeks later, I think a week later, they finally go out on a date. Well, he introduces her to his two daughters, and then they sleep together. Big big shocker there. She was feeling frisky, and... Who sleeps together? Laurel and the guy. Lloyd. Oh, okay, yes, yes, yes. Floyd, not Lloyd, Floyd. Floyd, I thought you said Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> Floyd's so, a much better name. What? Floyd is a much better name. Yeah. So, then she, like, has... Laurel has this very uneasy feeling about... Poppy... <laughs> Okay, don't forget that I already talked to them. I already introduced the characters in the line of events. I know, but you forgot some. Like when she spent the night and got got some. And then they start dating. And Poppy becomes obsessed with Laurel. So let's stop talking about Laurel and Floyd because, ugh. Um, I like them together. Yeah, me too. I actually liked Floyd the entire time, even though... I think he was a good person. He just got totally handed the shittiest cards. Bad cards. Yeah, I agree. So, back to Ellie, right? Mm-hmm. She, so this tutor, let's talk about how she got taken. So she went to go study at the library. Well, she ran into this tutor, and she was like, oh, well, my, my math test is coming up, and I have to go work on this study guide. And the tutor goes, oh, I have the exact study guide that you need at the house. So why don't you come with me? And Ellie never sees the daylight again. Because she does. Sign number one. Never meet someone in their house. Yeah, don't ever go with somebody to their house. Especially if you're uncomfortable about them in the first place. I'm listening to that Murder Makeup Mystery Monday thing. And that shit is so good. You should listen to it. Yeah, I should. And so this tutor's... That shit crazy. What is that and, noise? Huh? What was that noise? <laughs> what noise? It was like. Ch -ch 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 -ch. I have literally no idea. I'm not doing it. Were you. Yeah, what's that noise? Were you shaking? <laughs> it's quiet in here. I don't know. Were you shaking your leg or something? No. <laughs> I just heard, like, you're shaking your leg and the the fabric is moving on this speaker. Like this? Yes. Can you hear my leg? Okay, yeah, it was my leg. Sorry, <laughs> I was shaking them. <laughs> and so... I thought one of these Ellie horses knows. were rubbing up against me. What? One of these horses were rubbing up against me. <laughs> the sh inside her this tutor's house it's a big house that has a basement and well the basement looked sounds grungy as fuck yeah it does i can't even remember exactly how the tutor got her down in the basement i think she offered her a glass of juice and drugged her yes and she she must have been secretly strong because every time that ellie like had an opportunity i would have if i was ellie i would have been like 
fighting for my life to fighting. get out. And she just, like, gives in. That's that's what pisses me off about the book. It's like, which I know she's... She tried. Yeah, she tried one time, and then Noel, the tutor, knocked her down and was like, don't try that again. And so it's just like, I would have tried every single day to get out of there. Well, I don't know, because that lady was crazy, and she was like, you will, I will let you just starve down here to die. Like, I'll just let you die down here. Well, she does that and anyway. And you keep fighting. Well, don't ruin it yet, because we're not there. <laughs> so, Ellie gets locked in this basement. She's got this basement set up for her. She's got a bed, and then just a couch. Yeah, it's like grungy <laughs> shit, like, not very... It just reminds me of, like, a dungeon, kind of. Yes. Yeah. And so then you tell them what happens. She stays down there for a while. Like, she gets fed, and they're not very good meals, obviously. They're like like a Pop-Tart. Yeah, just something that's not very nutritious for a 16-year-old. And, um... She goes missing. She's missing for a while. The final exams happen. Like, life keeps moving on. And then... She's... But this is, like, back in time. So we're not talking about... Obviously, we're not talking about the current time. Yeah. But the guy that Laurel is with... Back then. She's obsessed... She's back in the day as well. So it gives a little background, which I'll go over <laughs> super quickly, about Noelle. She is a mathematician. She has a really good degree... In mathematics, she gets a really good job, and she gets bored. She's like, I don't want to do this office shit, so I'm going to be done. Which I was kind of like, I understand that, but at the same time, like, you're making good money. And then she... And then she becomes just a tutor. She totally, like, Fs herself out of a good future. And all of her siblings, she has a ton of siblings, and they all are super wealthy. Like, not super wealthy, but they're successful in their careers. Uh, around the same, like... um profession i'm pretty sure anyway she reads this book this algebra mathematician book and it's kind of witty like it's a story within the math like there's little quips and comments in the in the math book and it's like used for like math classes and she reads it and she's like holy shit i need to meet this author like this author is so funny and there's a picture of the author in the back and she's like, I got to find this author and I got to get him to sign my books. I'm, she like grows an obsession with this guy. And she goes to his book signing somewhere. And she is a psychopath. Like she plans like, <clears throat> she plans all of these things out. So she meets this guy, figures out where he's from, moves there or like, like, She's like, okay. Around him all the time. She's like, okay, I'm gonna meet. She stalks him, and she's like, okay, in two, two or three weeks, I'm gonna create an accidental meetup at X, Y, and Z, and we're gonna meet up and bump into each other. And then she does that for a couple of months, and then they finally go out and they create a relationship. And it's a very, very short-lived flame to him. Like, he's like, okay, this was great, but I'm over it after a couple of months. I don't know exactly. It's pretty short-lived. But she's no, like... I've for a while. I mean, like, over, like, in general, like, as, like, love life's last. It was just a short-lived love life. It wasn't a forever. Yeah. But she was still obsessed. She was like, I... We're meant to be together. I'm going to make sure we end up together. Like, we're, I'm going to figure something out. And obviously, she's a psychopath. Like, she... And she has already taken Ellie at the time. Well, she... I thought she met him before she took Ellie. Like, shortly before she took Ellie. But this is... She was already planning on well, no, the bad she, thing she does. She was planning on doing that once she realized she was losing... Like, he didn't fully, like, end it, but she could tell he, she, he was losing interest in her. And he's like, I gotta do something to keep it interesting. So she tells him she's pregnant. And he's like, okay, we can be co-parents. Like, we'll make this work, but we're not gonna be together. And she... The other daughter, Sarah Jade, like, knew Noelle... I just kind of ruined it. Just keep going. So, Sarah... So, Noelle was dating Floyd. This was back then when Ellie was getting kidnapped. Like, right before Ellie was getting kidnapped. She... She... 
when they're developing a relationship, this is a more backstory, when they're developing their relationship, Sarah Jade, Floyd's first daughter, the only daughter he has as of now, meets Noel, and Noel's a complete bitch. Okay, fast forward a little bit. Noel says she's pregnant to keep Floyd interested and keep him around. Well, Sarah Jade is very suspicious because she... Her belly never grows. It just, she's seen her without a shirt on and she has no belly. But Sarah thinks well, she's hallucinating. This is what happened. She had a fake belly. She created a oh, fake yeah. belly around Floyd, but Sarah Jade saw her getting up from bed and saw her without a belly. But you forgot what happened between them. When she was pretending to be pregnant, you forgot what she was doing to Ellie in the basement. That night that she got pregnant herself was the night that she impregnated Ellie. Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to say that for a little bit later. But, yeah, that's a good time to say it. And she impregnated Ellie with Floyd's sperm. Is it not his sperm? No. Oh. I thought it was. Maybe at the end. Remember at the, remember at the end when they get in that huge fight? She's like, what makes you think that it is actually your kid? I got a sperm donor. Oh. I can hear that noise again. <laughs> Sorry. I keep forgetting I'm shaking my legs. So, Ellie is pregnant with a child. And basically... Ellie becomes Noelle's surrogate. And the way she got pregnant is... She gets drugged. She gets drugged and then she puts it in her. Yeah, she gets drugged, but the... What is the freaking tutor's name? Noelle. No, gosh, why did I just blank? Noelle, like, gets all dressed up, comes down to see her, and she's like, I have a special surprise for you tonight. Well, she goes out with Floyd, with Floyd probably goes to see Floyd, actually gets the sperm from the sperm donor, and then comes back, drugs Ellie, and then turkey-bases her, pretty much. Yeah. And then a couple weeks later, Ellie's like, you know what, I just do not feel good, my period's late, and obviously she knows, like, Ellie doesn't know, but Noelle knows that it's like, oh, because I, I freaking eliminated you. <laughs> and Ellie's like, I can tell something's different. And she's like, now now I can't fight because I have to worry about the baby inside of me. So. Yeah, and then she has the baby. Ellie has the baby. Which then Noelle pretends it's hers, introduces it to Floyd. And Floyd doesn't really meet the baby for the first two months. Because Noelle's just like overprotective. And, and then up. Yeah, and then... Noelle finally brings the baby to Floyd, and Floyd's, like, interested, like, wants to take care of the baby, but he does not want to date Noelle again, the tutor, and she, that throws her off. She's like, this didn't work, like, this didn't get you to, like, be my husband, basically, be my life partner, and so she gets so pissed off that she, and her and Ellie get in a fight or something, get an argument, and she locks she shuts the door to the basement and never opens it again yeah that was sad that literally gave me goosebumps because she was like um i'm so sorry but i pretty much got what i needed from you and i'm sorry that it took so long she was down there for a year or over a year year and a half well and and so what there's this part in the book that's so descriptive it's almost written like a poem And Ellie's describing, like, going to heaven or seeing the light and dying. But it's, like, for me... She's having, like, an out-of-body experience. Yeah. And she misses her mom so much. Like, she's like, I just need my mom. I just want to hug her. Like, I took advantage of her. And Theo, right? And, well, she's mostly thinking of her mom when she's, like, literally dying. And she's, like, feeling the sunlight. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I can finally feel the warmth. I can feel the sunlight. And then... She finally gets into her mom's embrace of the sunlight and warmth, and then that is her death, her dying. Because she, once Noelle shut the door, she didn't she, knew. she didn't give her any food. She didn't give her any water. And she had an infection. Yeah. 
She had an infection from giving birth. Noelle was just a crazy freaking bitch. She just... Okay, so you have to speed up and tell them how this story ends, because we only have a few minutes. Oh, well, we do have a little bit longer. It's fine. Um, so... <laughs> Keep those little beady eyes open. <laughs> so, eventually they all go. Well, that's not re- the birthday dinner is not really an important part. So oh, yeah, because Poppy meets all of them, and that's when Blue's like, "I'm sorry, Laurel, but I just have bad news for you that that guy's Aura's. He's hiding something." And so then Laurel starts second guessing herself, and this was shortly after Laurel went over to. Floyd's house and saw a piece of mail that was Noelle's made made out to Noelle and she was like how do you know this person and he was like oh somebody who used to live here right yeah and then and Laurel sees those candlesticks that are exactly like the ones that Ellie stole from the house when she snuck in when after she ran away and she was like this is suspicious. Like, what's... She found them in Poppy's room. Yeah, that's what I said. After she had some weird interactions with Poppy, like, the way she does things, she's like, that's Ellie. Like, everything she does just is exactly like Ellie does it. But, um... So, the more suspicious that Laurel gets, she just does some more digging on Noelle and meets a family member, like a cousin that's living in, in the old house that Noelle lived in. And kept Ellie. And she Laurel, like, saw the basement where Ellie stayed. Obviously, Ellie's body isn't there, but it reeked she of hamster. She there. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it reeked of hamster, too, because El- Noelle bought Ellie a hamster. Yeah. For some reason. And then, oh, for the smell. A lot of them. Yeah. And remember, she brought Poppy to the house, and she was like, just don't tell your dad about it. And then Ellie, or... Poppy gets to meet her cousins, and she's like, well, Noelle, it's not really her cousins because it's Noelle's um, nieces and nephews, and, or nephews, and then Laurel's like, do you remember anything about this house? Because Poppy starts acting weird, you know, and Poppy's like, yeah, I remember, like, mommy told me I was never allowed to go in the basement because... I can't remember what reason she said. She said that it would make her sick. Yeah. Or yeah, because there's, so. like, mold or something down there. Something something simple like that. But finally, Laurel is getting all these clues put together, and there's just something about Floyd that's throwing her off. Like, she's super wary about Floyd, especially after Blue, even though she didn't want to admit it to herself. She's like, some Blue meant something, like, something what that Blue said about his aura was right. And so finally... Um, well, first off, Laurel finds out that Hannah's boyfriend, girlfriend, dating... Well, we're getting to the end. This is, like, way after, though. No, she sees... This is after the birthday dinner. After, After the birthday dinner and after she's, like... It's almost Christmas time, I think, I guess. Yeah, and she sees Hannah and Theo on the corner kissing, and they don't see her, though, so she knows secretly. Well, yeah, she sees Hannah in the grocery store, and she walks out, and Hannah didn't stop to talk to Laurel because she didn't, like, she had her head down, and then she turned, and she was like, wait, that looks like my daughter, and then she turns, and she sees Theo and Hannah kissing, and at first, Laurel's like, oh, my gosh, how dare she date my Ellie's boyfriend? Like, how dare she? And then she's like, you know what? I'm happy for her. Yeah. Um, so then, finally, towards the end, Floyd comes out to Laurel with the truth in a letter, right? Well, Laurel goes into his home office, which he did not like the whole time, and, like, found different things about... Um, Noel. Noel. And then they... Who Floyd asked Laurel to come over before Christmas because she knew she he knew she was figuring things out, and 
he like gave her a Christmas present and she was pretty weary around him and like making up excuses not to be over there as much but Poppy was asking and she didn't want to leave Poppy and all the all these things happened and then she texted Hannah and she was like if I don't make it to Christmas dinner it's because I'm at Floyd's house this is the address because she thought he was a killer yeah and she gets to his house and Floyd isn't or is there and he leaves he's like this is the truth and then he leaves and he's like have a good Christmas I think he gives her a gift and the gift the gift is has a letter and then he's like I forgot something and then he goes out to the car and he doesn't come back so the letter said that Noel and him had a thing, they were together, and that Noel presented a baby, and she, after she was off her rocker and she couldn't get Floyd back, this is just a gist of the letter, but she was like, it's not yours, it's, it's a, a girl, a girl that I took, her name is, um... Ellie, blah, blah, blah. Ellie. And Floyd, Floyd killed Noel. He was so freaking pissed when Noel finally told Floyd the truth. He he strangled her and buried her in the back in the garden. Under flowers. And I was like, yes, bitch, get her. But it kind of leaves on a cliffhanger because does Laurel report Floyd? He kills himself. Well, I know, but but he he's like, either way, I'm screwed. Like, I have this guilt and she's going to report me after she finds out. But I can't. It kind of leaves on a cliffhanger is if actually if Laurel actually reported him to the police because she doesn't know that he went and killed it himself. Yes, she does. How? Well, later on because there it's a news thing, but she she Pop, Poppy knew. Poppy said, "Daddy said he's going somewhere and he can't ever come back." Yeah, but and t- then Laurel said in the note he said, "I am." Like, there's nothing more for me to do, and that it's it's probably best if I just kill myself because I can't, whatever. And so she did know. I didn't think it said, I'm going to kill myself. I think it just said, like, I need to go. And I thought it was pretty, I think the way he wrote it, it was obvious that he was going to kill himself. And then he did. He, like, went to this train track station and shot himself, right? Yeah, but he was... Until the moment he shot himself, he was debating on doing it. Still, he was like, should I just run away somewhere or should I just do it? And he obviously ends up doing it. But I thought, which it doesn't matter if he wrote in the letter or not, because she, I didn't know if Laurel was going to report the body in that backyard that was buried. Oh, yeah, she did report it, didn't she? That's why I think it left on a cliffhanger as if she no, was going to. the cops can't, I think it does talk about the cops coming um after she knows that he's dead though she like reports it after a while and after she has time with poppy because poppy's the new ellie and she's obsessed with her and but her relationships are so much better i was gonna say it's not obsession it's it's like a grandma loving like i don't think it's obsession but i would say it's pretty close to the same obsession she had with ellie I don't, because she's more balanced with Hannah and her son and I think so, too, but I still think there's a slight obsession. I think she's sad that she missed out on so much of Poppy's life, so she's like, I gotta make up for it because I can't believe this is my granddaughter, but her, all of her relationships are a lot healthier because Hannah gets married and she's there for Hannah. Yeah. Anyway, overall, it was really good. It was a good good. book. I liked it a lot. Obviously, it had a lot of twists and turns because we even got into confusion with the twists and turns. Yeah, it's a, this is a book that like you just have to read because it doesn't matter how many times we describe it. I feel like the twists and turns are like undescribable unless you can actually read the words in which they're happening. There's just a lot of shit that goes down in the then and now gets confusing when we're trying to explain it, so... Just read it for yourselves. It's so Yeah, good. I agree. Uh, the next podcast I think we should talk about, since we've read these books like a thousand times, is the Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy. Like, all three of We talk about all three of them. And one podcast? I think we're going to need two podcasts. Well, we could see how far we get in the first half and yeah, maybe do true. it in two parts. But, I mean, we can basically sum it up to, like, 
talking about their love story and their sex story. Yeah, that's true. That's a good idea. My club girls found the podcast, and I just... That'll be interesting. (laughs) I don't know if they'll listen to it again, but... It was... I mean, I'm pretty sure there's, like, 17-year-olds and 18-year-olds reading it when it came out. I'm 90% sure I read it in high school, so... Yeah, because I read it in college, like, in at Iowa, so. Yeah. That is going to be steamy. I do like those books. Me too. I just bought the last Freed. It's called just Freed because it's, oh, my books aren't in here. Fifty Shades, the Christian's view of the last Fifty Shades of Grey book, Fifty Shades Freed. I still have to read it, but... It's kind of like, you did? Yeah, I think so. It's just repetitive. Yeah, but... Because they talk, it's pretty much the same story from Fifty Shades of Grey, so you're pretty much reading the same book twice, just a few minor details of his perspective versus her perspective, I guess. I do like to see his perspective because it's interesting, like, the different perspectives of what guys notice, even though it's written from a female, so it's still like... Is it really true? Yeah, I agree. The acting in that movie, totally different story. Except I love Dakota Johnson. Me too. I thought the third movie was better. Yeah. I wonder if this will ever become a a movie. This author has a ton of books, though. It's, I mean, they're all, um, like, mystery books. Yeah, she does have a lot of books. I just read another one of her books not that long ago, and I can't remember which one. Oh, that new movie that has Lane Meester in it um, on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Watch it. It's about them traveling to Europe or somewhere out of the country. You said it looked kind of good. I sent you, like, the a picture of it on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Looks so good. Okay, well, any other thoughts, ending comments on this book? No, I think it was a, I think it's definitely a book that people should add to their 2022 book list because it really was a good one. Super good. Well, keep joining us on our podcast, and if you need a reading goal, Megan and I are reading 50 books, 50 to 60 books in 2020, so... We'll never run out of... 2022. 2022. And, yeah, we... Oh, my God. Is it 10.50 here? Holy shit! (laughs) I thought it was 9, and I was like, this computer is late on its time. No, why do you think I'm, like, literally slowly (laughs) sinking into a couch over here? Okay, well, ta-ta for now. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, and our Instagram is Blood Sisters Cafe Co. And follow our podcast for more dissection of books, and if you want to give us any book recommendations, DM us on Instagram. Peace, love, and... Blessings. Blessings. Hide your kids, hide your wives. Okay, ciao. Say ta-ta. Ta-ta. Uh.